Life is sweet. Let it sweep you off your feet. Hi, you're listening to Find Your Joy. If you're looking for ways to thrive rather than survive in a world that can seem rather chaotic, you're in the right place. We will be sharing stories of our own as well as those from guests who have found ways to bring hope, healing, and freedom into places where trauma has impacted them. I'm Allie, author of The Art of Healing Trauma, and I'm here to remind you that life is sweet. Now, let's dive in and find ways to create our joy. Hi, this is Allie, and this is Find Your Joy. And we have with us very, very graciously, uh, Sarah Smith has uh, uh, agreed to come back and and be with us again for part two of uh, The Wonder That Is Sarah Smith. Yeah, baby. Hi, Sarah. Welcome back. Yes, let's do this. Let's do this thing. So I I want to I do I want to get a little bit more information. We were last time talking about uh, the Melissa Etheridge cruise, and I'm a little bit stuck there. I will unlodge. I will I will be able to move on. I promise. Therapy, you know, some deep <laughs> breathing exercises we might have to do. I just I, I was thinking when I was watching it, there was such um, a beautiful fan base. Like I saw that fans came on this cruise because you were on it. That yeah, was... I, I think that honestly, out of uh, a lot of like, there were some huge names, Nancy Wilson, who's right there. And, uh, <laughs> uh, Melissa Etheridge. And there was, uh, you know, Katie Tunstall. Um, they all had their fan base, but, but everybody told me that the Sarah Smith fan base was just, you know, a sight to be seen. And um, a lot of really amazing women came on that trip. And uh, one one guy um, on the boat, on the Melissa Etheridge boat, there was only 6% men. <laughs> the rest were all women. So it was quite fun. But yes, I am. I, I would say that I am one of the most blessed um, indie musicians because I have built this beautiful core group of people around me. Um, you know, without radio play, without management, without an agent, um, I have an amazing group of people that support my music. Mm. Can't be, can't be more happier than that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll ask what you think that is. I, I mean, my observation of course would be that, um, or I don't know if, or of course is a way to say that, but, um, you're quite lovely. And, and I can only imagine that spending any, it's true. <laughs> it's true. You, you just, there's a, um, there's a thing about you that I'm sure that people just want to be around you more. We all know people like that, right? There's people that we know that you're around them. And when you're around them, it just makes you want to be around them more. It's, it's, and I would say that you, it's not simply or only, uh, that you're charismatic, but there's a way about you that you radiate this. You're just like this little, I don't know, <laughs> a little love bomb, just a, uh, a little love bomb that just kind of goes woo forward. And it's, it's so, um, so I, I can, I can see that that would happen. Now, do you, did you at any time, did you, you said that you like community. I get that. Cause I'm like obsessed with community. I just really want to buy a place huge place where everybody can be there and i'm 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 obsessed like i can't stop thinking about that 
but we'll, that'll be another show. Um, so, but, but did you, did you come up thinking I'm going to build a community or did it just happen one person at a time organically or how did this all go for you? I mean, I think sometimes uh, the way my parents raised me was uh, a bit of a curse and also a blessed gift because I kind of love everyone. I don't really have like a hate on for anybody and I never see the bad side in anybody. And so that can be really, that could be really hard and you can learn some shitty lessons that way. Yeah. But um, I still, to this day, if people do something to harm me, I forgive very quickly and I still love them, hmm. you know? And uh, that's, I think the way I was raised and just the way I was born. I have this silly little broken heart that uh, doesn't allow any hatred in there. So yeah, that's uh, one thing I have. Um, and as far as building a community, I didn't, you know, in high school, I was the girl that just had all the friends, but nobody really close. You know, I was in all the groups. I never um, judged people. I was just sort of accepted in all the groups. I was in the freaks. I was in the stoners. I was in the musicians. I was in the intellectual group and um the athletes you know i was just sort of bounced around and i never really belonged anywhere but belonged everywhere and i think that that's uh just kind of come with me for forever um in my life but you know i think one thing that i love about my own journey is that i have been to hell and i have found the light out Mm -hmm. And I met this guy on a plane one day. I sat beside him. He was a really big guy. And he had this little white thing right here. And I said, uh, are you a priest? He said, yes, I am. And he was from Ghana. And I said, you know, um, that's amazing. Like, let's talk about life. And he asked me what I did. And I said that I was a singer and a songwriter. And he said that you are, you are, the most gifted and the most needed in heaven, because in heaven, the only thing that is needed there is music, musicians. They're the only job that is needed in heaven. That's what he said to me. And he said that your job on earth is to go to hell and come back and share how you got out of it. And I'm like, hey, that's kind of what I do. I think I have like I have been to hell. I was um, I was an addict and I didn't mean to be, I didn't mean to fall into that lifestyle, but I did. And I was there for many years and I, it was hell. My soul was crushed and dead and dying. And uh, I found the way out through reaching out and asking for help and through programs and spirituality and that kind of thing. And I found a way out and I found hope. And I think that's something I get to share with the world. So right. it's, it's, um, it's it, it's interesting because when when um, first of all that's amazing that you met him and what kind lovely wise inviting like the, the, all those words come to me when I think of and I can hear his little accent in my ear yeah exactly <laughs> when I think of that right it's just but it, but I think it's even more maybe I I'm 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 a one who. I'm an emo. Okay? Like I, yeah. I, 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 I can just imagine that there's also something that he saw in you that was more than like, yeah, there's lots of, there's lots of singers. 
not every singer touches our heart. Even phenomenal singers sometimes don't touch our hearts. There's a there's a brokenness in anyone who, for me anyways, um, those who do anything in a brokenness, there's a way that that invites us in. I was thinking when you were saying that you were friends with the athletes and the musicians and the intellects and things like that, I think that's more than being popular. That's a person who is accepted because people feel accepted by you. And I would think that there's probably a way that your music has that. There's um there's a brokenness and a healedness that um that is it's, it's inviting and it's safe and it surrounds you like you know when you put a comforter in the dryer and then you take it out and it's just like, Oh my gosh, that feels so good. I think mm-hmm. that's a little bit of what I would describe your music as. I, I probably won't get the gig as being the person who writes the, uh, <laughs> writes the stuff for the newspaper. Sarah's music is like taking a warm. I like comforter that. <laughs> right out of the dryer and wrapping yourself up in it. <laughs> then when it cools off, you can dance around in it too. But cool. I, did, I think that maybe that's a little bit of part of it or I think it's really a lot of part of it, but um, I don't know if that's so a what, question. What what do people, you know, if a singer or a, an artist doesn't touch your heart, yeah, then why do you follow them? That's what I, I don't understand. Um, I don't you know, either. I feel like this, there's this like, like this, like, oh, I just feel like I have to, uh, work really hard on being the best human I can be on this earth mm-hmm. so that I can bring you the best music. But yeah. I see so many like assholes and so many people that um, don't seem to work on themselves at all. And um, you know what it's, I guess everybody has a different job in life and a different um, way to, to bring their gift. Like, yeah. you know, I started comparing myself at one point I was comparing myself to this other female musician and uh, she's got large crowds going to her shows. And um, we have a very similar age group. We've been doing it about the same amount of time and uh, same sort of market. And I'm like, why are there so many people going to her show? And, you know, I'm still in this sort of humble little pocket of, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, 50 to 250 audience members. Right. And they said to me, your journey is different and you have a different job in this life. And if your job is to, you know, just play music, then that's what your job is. But your job is to um, help and heal people. And some people um, need that and some people don't. Right. I I think it's, and for, in my, what I imagine Um, When I think about the people who are musicians who for me, for for my ear and for what attracts me, um, they do, sometimes they do it in a, such a linear fashion. Everything's just tick, 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 tick. There's no sweating on stage. I don't know. Like there's just doesn't seem to like, 
puke out your feelings on me. Like, like that's what I need. That's what I gave. That's what I, that's what, for me, that's what works. And I know for some people that's scary for them. They find that not okay for them. Right. They just want to go out and and be like, they want to be linear and be just, they they don't feel the need to go deep or whatever. Right. That's cool. And that's what I realized is that some people um, need what I am offering and some people don't. And it's not a comparison. It's just like, what is your job in life? What is your um, purpose? And I have to just accept my purpose is this and um, just be the best that I can be at it. Yeah. But I think they're good questions to ask. I think they're important questions to ask any artist needs to be asking always ourselves that like, okay, so this is what I'm doing. Is this, you know, is this more self-indulgent bullshit or am I actually doing anything here? Like, is anything changing? Does any of this matter? Is what is going on around this place? Right. Am I relevant? Yeah. Am I needed? Like, why do I just step away from this? Is this like, yeah. you know, am I contributing at all? Yeah. I hope you know how much you are. I hope, I hope so. I, I, and, and, and I've just scratched the surface of, of, of you and on, on, honestly, it's so, so for the time frame, why I don't, why I am not, you know, sporting Sarah Smith tattoos (laughs) 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 is um, when I became aware of you was just before my accident. So all that about nine years ago I was hit by a distracted driver, blah, 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 blah. Okay. So then, so then there was like this time frame that time sort of stopped for me. Right. I couldn't, I couldn't uh, do music anymore. I couldn't even listen to music anymore for a long time. So there's this gap, right? There's this, wow. there's this big gap for me. And so I, I would have known more because I was just learning about you before then. And then in the last few years, um, Lonnie and Stuart friends are, we have mutual friends. I, I didn't even use that when I approached you and you were still nice to me anyway. So that's how fabulous you are. Um, (laughs) but, but I started watching to watch them, right. To see what they were up to. And I saw, um, the, the way that you, uh, seem to build a team. Um, and it's so lovely. Like I just saw, these two guys that were already fabulous come to life. That's, I hope that's okay that I'm saying that for the, because I haven't, I don't think I've spoken these words to them. So now I'm like, "Eh." but, uh, but that's what I saw. I saw them coming to life even more, even more fabulous than they were. And that speaks a lot about who you are. I want people to feel like they are living their best and biggest life. And sometimes that means that people, um, you know, they're scared by that and they fall off um, around me. They don't want to be around me because it's too much pressure. And some people take it and they become their biggest, best self. And then they grow past me, you know? And so I've lost people that way too, that they've gone past me. And um, I love that, that beautiful spot where we're all growing together and we can all do it as a team together. And that's, that's what I look at relationships like as well. You know, um, love relationships. Sometimes we grow past each other. Sometimes we grow together. Sometimes we don't want to grow. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm walking into a new um, marriage coming up 
Right. Congratulations. Um, so we've been together for uh, five years this winter and we're getting married. And, um, you know, so I have this, this relationship, this, you know, I've had, I have past relationships where I'm, I'm a little f- afraid to move forward with this one too, because I don't want to have, I don't want to be that pressure person. I'm trying to like grow with people and just accept where we are at in this moment, rather than looking um, into this uh, ideal, you know, this like, ah, I, it's hard to explain, but um, this is the way I, I approach relationships. So yeah. sometimes it is too much pressure for people. Yeah, I, I can't really know. <laughs> yeah, you can too. You want to be your best and biggest self and everybody around you too, right? And I uh, and 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 it's really hard for me to not make everything a big romantic story. I like I I have to be I I've I'm 64 years old and I have finally realized she was looking for a romantic something, everything that I do. I want it to be grand and glorious and love-filled and magic. Oh, magic. It's got to be magic. And it's just mm-hmm. all of these things I thought. I had to go and rewatch shows that I get addicted to because I thought, oh, no, I did that same thing with this show. I made this all this weird story in my head. What is wrong with you? Like, why, why do you do that? But I, 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 I relate to that because I because I like things to be wonderful and fabulous. And like you said, everyone to be their, the best that they can be, not the best I imagine them to be. I have to get off that train because I can go there. That's where I get onto as well. That's not good. (laughs) That's not good at all. It's like, get yourself out of the equation and realize that everybody has their own journey. Yeah. Yeah. And Although it is wrong, Sarah, they have not made us the conductor of that of that that whole uh, symphony of their life. I like, know. I don't, don't get they it. No, don't they know we can do it? <laughs> we can make it so much better for them. They yes. could be so much better if only they would just listen to. I mean, they're great now, but we could tweak them. (laughs) (laughs) I hope people are laughing out there. I hope people can relate because relationships are like that, right? We are mirrors for each other. We're mirrors. So it's like, wait a minute. I see something that needs fixed in you, but really that's something I see needs fixed in me. It does. I know. I know. I know. That's like, oh, wait, wait. I don't want to sound like I'm like talking from the twin flame show right now. <laughs> Have you seen that twin flame show? Oh God. They talk about a mirror thing and I'm okay. Look at like, me. I'm uh, writing this down. Cause so, cause of course we know I won't remember. And if I can only look at this page, watch it's on twin Netflix. Flame. It's crazy. And uh, yeah, sorry if I've triggered anybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, you know what, my, uh, uh, my partner, my husband and I have been together for, um, we just had our 29th anniversary. Ooh. And, you know, I figure like the first, I don't know, the first five to 10 years in a new relationship, nobody gets out of bed long enough to have an argument, right? It's just like, wow, this is just the most awesome thing. Everything's great. And then there's this time when it can be, every, the thing that I love the most about a person can be now the thing that I dislike the most about the person, right? I'm that kind of a jerk. Like, I'm like, I, you know, that thing I really liked about you. Yeah. Well, it's really irritating me now. Cause so can you just not do that anymore? <laughs> and then somewhere around the 20, I don't really know, but like in our 20 to 30th year, 
all of a sudden we started seeing um, the magic that was the opposite stuff that we carried. Wow. And that was. That's inspiring. I can't wait to get there. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and you know what? You're, you might, you guys might be way smarter and you might not have to wait that long. (laughs) We were kind of, you know, we, you know, we, whatever. I mean, we're happy and great, but we could get into the (laughs) trying to make the other person do it the right way. You know? <laughs> yeah, I know. That's that's the funny thing about relationships is we all come to the end conclusion, but we all want to show each other the way to get there. And the way that I know how to get there is better than the way you know how to get there. <laughs> and I can see this thing so clearly. And if it's just, oh, I know. And it's funny because it's, it comes back to doing whatever we're doing together, whether it's, whether it's uh, you know, our marriages or our friendships our musical collaborations, the community, the the commune. My brother calls it a compound. I call it a commune. (laughs) We come from a little bit different of a view, but we still know we want it. Like all of those things, it's, it's learning. Hey, I'll tell you what, COVID was a thing that really helped me to learn that people that I can adore with all of my heart and want to do community with can have very different ideas and and it doesn't matter what their ideas are. Right. There's going to be conflict and there's, we're going to have to decide, do we value, do a a really good friend of mine who happens to be a pastor says, said this, Oh, come on. Remember this. If being right comes at the price, if, if being right comes at the price of love, then the cost was too high. Like if I have to give up on, on showing you how much I respect you and care for you because I'm valuing this being right thing. And that's whatever that might be Mm -hmm. anyways. Yeah. If I I remembered that punchline, it would have been great. No, that's really cool. I, I really like that. Yeah. Yeah. So your when when your nuptials, I think that's what they're called. When mm-hmm. when are you getting married? Soon. February. Oh yeah, nice. February. Yeah, we're heading to Mexico. We've got a oh. uh, hundred friends and family coming. Oh. And it's gonna be pretty awesome. So oh, it's a it's lovely. a new for me, it's a new start. Um I've never really you know, felt this way. I'm 45. And uh, now I feel like I'm ready for, you know, this, uh, this other um, challenge, which is real being a real person in a real relationship. And uh, I feel so, so sorry for um, the past, the past relationships I've had. Uh, I just wasn't in that right headspace. But now I am, I'm moving forward in a different light. And uh, I'm even reconsidering, um, you know, different uh, career moves, like how much I'm on the road, how much I'm at home. I want to find more balance. I want to be there more for my partner. Right. Yeah. So there's there's so many things to consider, right? Like it's this big puzzle and where do all the pieces go and and how might that work? And um, it's funny. That just made me think of my, my so David, my husband is a huge Rush fan, right? Like he he may be the biggest Rush fan in all the world. And uh, so he went to Getty Lee's 
uh, book his latest book tour and and the book signing and you got to to ask them questions or whatever and he said well, I just you know what I want to ask him I said no he goes he says well for 30 years I you know I've I've left this person at home that I wanted to be with more than anything and and a touring musician it's it's much much the same thing and I just wondered how he did that I was like mm-hmm. oh how, how, how does that even your how's that even your question when it's like you know, I'm, I'm, you know, not the biggest Rush fan, but I'm, you know, I think they seem like lovely people and and great musicians. Um, but I just thought that's interesting. And that's something that you'll be learning to unpack and unfold and figure that all out in the next while as you, um, as uh, I, I'm going to tell you this, as, as a seasoned state at home person, <laughs> I feel I can speak with authority on this. I can tell you that um, not every couple gets the honor, and I mean absolute honor, of knowing what it's like to long for someone. Mm. Day-to-day, nine-to-five doesn't provide that. We have more of an opportunity to get a little bit pissy with each other, Mm. uh, you know, but to really long for someone, there is such beautiful, I found, I mean, there was, there's times that it's hard, you know, not seeing someone for six or nine months sucks. There's not a, there's not a nice, you know what I mean? There's, but, but the silver lining for me anyways, anyways, was that longing for someone. The other thing. Yeah, but you can, you can still be with somebody every day and still have a longing for somebody. Mm -hmm. You can feel very alone in a relationship as well. So you know, I've had oh. that, I've had that feeling and uh, I've longed for people physically and I've longed for people right beside me. Oh, wow. That's, that's good. No, <laughs> that's that, my songs are about that. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's good. Hmm. I, I, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to be unpacking that one for a while because yes, I mean, I come, I was a train wreck in relationships before this one and, and for part of this one as well. Um, and so I do understand quite well the feeling alone when, and, and probably longing. That's interesting. I, I'm going to, I'm going to be, Hmm. I'm going to be thinking about that one quite a bit because that's uh, because I've always liked that part of it that I, I I'd never felt that maybe, it, maybe it was just our relationship. And I mean, longing in a, what I feel like a good way. You know, hmm. there's longing as well. Like um, if you're not in a relationship, there's longing for this, this uh, person knowing no one as me, you know, and hmm. who am I? And um, am I able to give myself everything I need? And there's a, you know, when it comes down to it, the relationships are really only about yourself and and God, you know. Mm. So this higher self and and your own um, identity, and so there's a lot of sorrow in in relationship with ourselves and our higher powers. There's there's a lot of longing. So yeah. that's that's something I really tap into with my music. I, I'm going to be thinking on this one for a while. I that's. Mm. I, <laughs> Yeah, you're. I thought I was ridiculously deep. You're that's awesome. I oh. love. I love when someone offers a different perspective. I I I live for someone turning something I think I've figured out 
and turning me right what and I have <laughs> I a younger me didn't so much but, but mm-hmm. this me goes oh I'm going to be really thinking long and hard about that and for listeners you know that it, it this is good because it, it it's an invitation right to take back another layer and um I love I I love the layering you're you're um you're a smarty pants I'm I'm heavy I think I'm heavy and intense and I'm sorry (laughs) oh my goodness oh never ever well first of all you know number one you never have to apologize for being who you are and not nor does anyone not in my presence anyways um as long as it's done in love and kindness I it's a free-for-all for me but no, I I find it incredibly attractive and 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 um, empowering, right? Because when we say something that's for me, anyways, when someone says something to me and I hadn't really thought of something that way before, now that gives me. I get to think about that. Mm-hmm. That's a gift. Thank you. No. Oh. <laughs> no, no, that that's so beautiful. Oh my gosh, how did. How did it become that time already? <laughs> I know the second part was all about relationships. I like that. I like that a lot. A relationship with ourselves, our higher power and uh, people beside us. I love that. Yeah. So, you know, that's what to me life is about. Um, the name of my fan page is Connected Hearts All Over the World. And, oh. um, you know, Leslie and I, we actually have a bed and breakfast and we call it the Connected Hearts Home. You know, we just, there's a lot of connection and and soul connections in my life and uh i thank you so much i'm just like taking notes Uh, i thank you so much ali seriously for for um asking me to do this and Mm -hmm. for 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 um putting this out there for other people and doing what you do because it's really cool like we learn from each other that is why we're here Mm -hmm. yeah we hope so little bit little bit by little bit right and that's how we'll get healed up well i'm i'm this is a oh jeez <laughs> such a cry baby ah it's okay Ah, <laughs> oh, sarah smith you are a wonder <sighs> thank you so so much and i'm just thank wishing you. you and leslie so much happiness what a I, I i i feel like i kind of know her a bit because she, it was wonderful to see her on the video as well and um yeah she just i've i've seen a few things with her on them and, and it's 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 lovely and we and so thanks for inviting us into that and please say hi to her for me that the person that she doesn't know yet, but it's, um, this has been great. So thank you. I'm, I'm actually a little, uh, gobsmacked and, and without words right now and, and fumbling here to pull it together. And, uh, because I'm, I'm, I'm left with my heart quite open and, and, and that's a beautiful, uh, that's a beautiful thing. So thank you so much. Um, hey, uh, so uh, uh, down below, uh, when you when you see this or you hear this, whether you're watching this, uh, the video or you're seeing it or listening to it on a one of your podcast platforms, uh, down below will be all the links of how you can get a hold of Sarah and she can, you know, unpackage your heart. It'll be great. And her <laughs> music and tours. 
um, everything that's coming up so that you'll be able to see her soon. She won't be touring a lot in February because she began married then. But yeah. uh, but other than that, uh, that that's great. So, Sarah, thank you so much. Thank this you. Was, uh, I wish I could. Uh, <laughs> you're just virtually hugged. So, <laughs> Yeah. So thanks so much. Yeah. Thank you. Take good care. And um, this is Allie and find your joy. I hope that you're having a fabulous day, whatever you're doing. And we'll talk to you next time. And do know that you are loved. Thanks so much for joining me today. If you found a piece of your joy in this episode, I would love to hear about what came up for you so that we can continue to grow the impact of this show. Thanks again. See you soon. And remember, find your joy.